Welcome to the Brand Builders Love Podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, business coach, author, speaker, and the creator of Brand Builders Academy and the Amplify Accelerator. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to become a bold and powerful voice in your industry. And it's time to level up. Hey, hey, so good to have you back. Today we're doing something a little bit different. I have been doing some lives on Instagram answering your questions. And so I wanted to make sure that I'm sharing it here on the podcast as well so that you don't miss out on the goodies. So that's what we're doing today. We are diving into a couple of questions that I had people ask. Uh, I'm going to take you through the questions once we get started as well. So if you've got a question, make sure you DM me or you can respond to any of the stickers that I put in my Instagram stories asking for what it is you need help with right now. And I'll be doing more of these too because they're fun and I love answering your questions. But before we get started, I did want to let you know I have got a brand new live masterclass coming up that you will definitely want to come along to. It is three powerful strategies to build confidence, clients, and momentum. And then just in little brackets and supercharge your business growth in 2022. So all you have to do is go to suzechadwick.com forward slash level up, level up one word, suzechadwick.com forward slash level up, and you can secure your seat. There are a couple of dates uh, and come along to the live masterclass and workshop. You can ask questions, we get involved. It's always fun. Yeah. So make sure you check that out, suzechadwick.com forward slash level up and come along to my new masterclass, three powerful strategies to build confidence, clients and momentum. I'm excited about it. But listen, without further ado, let's dive in to this bonus episode. I do have three questions that I am going to go through this morning that I did post in one of my stories, uh, which is all about, there's three. One is finding balance in business. The second one is getting new clients. And the third one is getting it done. Those were the three questions that I had last week. So I am looking forward to diving in. Say hey, so nice to see you here. Thanks for joining. Um, obviously, I will post this afterwards as well if you can't stay for the whole time, but feel free to stay for the whole time too. Uh, and as I said before, if you've got any questions, just let me know. And if we've not met before, hello. I'm Suze Chadwick. I'm a bold business branding and speaker coach. Uh, I have been coaching now in my business for over seven years. And I mainly work with, mainly, but not only, work with service-based businesses. So I used to run a brand consulting business years ago uh, and have been a leader in a lot of organizations. And so for me running my business, it's really important for me to run it in a really profitable, balanced way so that I can teach my clients how to do that too. And I know that that's a big thing that a lot of people struggle with. So let's just dive straight in. Yeah, I'm not going to hang around, not going to wait. Uh, and so the order that I had these questions in, I thought, you know, something I think that it really works to start with getting it done. So, for example, last week I had a whole lot of things that I needed to do and I just banged through all of them in a day. Now, somebody sent me a message saying, how the hell do you just get stuff done? 
And for me, it's having a really clear understanding. Hey, Grace, having a really clear understanding of what I'm going after. And so as a lot of my clients know, at the beginning of the year, I really take a look at what I want to do for that year. So it could be my financial goals. It could be the number of clients I want to work with. It could be key projects that I want to work on as well. Uh, And so once I understand what that is for the year, then we break it down into quarters. So every quarter, I am now going to go through, well, what do we need to do for this quarter based on our yearly calendar, how we've mapped things out, when I'm doing launches, when I'm speaking at events, running retreats, all of that sort of thing. So when it comes to getting it done, I'm mapping it out from the very beginning to have a really high level overview of what it is I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. And then once we break it into quarters, then I go into 90 day cycles. So for example, and I went through the my, I went through this with my Amplify clients the other day, is that we look at the quarter and we say, okay, so this quarter, my key priorities for the quarter are that I'm going to do a BBA launch, I'm going to do an Amplify launch, I've got the Rise Retreat, and then I've got like whatever else I've got on. So I'm only looking at the three months ahead of me. And then I take a look at January and I say, what are my priorities for January? And so I write my key priorities, I write my goals out, and then I go down into the detail as well. So when somebody says to me, how do you get it done? I'm really clear on what needs to happen right now. I'm not confused and overwhelmed and feeling like there's so much to do because of my big goals over the year. I know that, yes, if I do these things right now in these next 90 days, and the next 30 days, then I know that I'm already working towards my bigger 12 month goals. Yeah. So for me, I just like, I'm like, well, in the next 30 days, I need to write my BBA emails. I need to get the webinars up. I need to get my ads people on board. I need to, I'm training my new online business manager so that she understands everything. Um, And so for me, it's really clear that just right now, Suze, whilst you've got these really big goals and dreams and you're going after them, all you have to do right now are these things. And that really helps me to stay focused and get stuff done. And so if you are ever feeling, and there's a couple of things here, if you're ever feeling really overwhelmed, then I really want to ask you, you know, have you broken it down to a point where you can give yourself bite-sized chunks so that you can be doing, getting done on a regular basis so that you know that you're working towards your bigger goals, but you're managing your overwhelm. And I think overwhelm is one of the biggest issues that so many businesses have. They lose momentum because they're overwhelmed. They lose momentum because they're trying to do too many things at once. And so if you're somebody who's like that, where you're like, I don't know what to do next, then that is the system that I want to give you. And it's a really, I hope, hopefully it's not a difficult system. But I think the other thing that I want to say about getting things done is not only having those goals and those strategies, and I talked about it in my podcast last week, but it's also believing that I can do that. I know that I can do that. Yeah. And, and if I don't believe I can do it and I don't think that it's available to me, then you may not go after it. And so that might also factor into your overwhelm. So overwhelm can come from a lot of places. I'm giving myself too much to do. 
I don't have a clear direction of where I'm going, therefore I don't know what to do. I also don't believe that it's available to me and that I'm capable of doing it. So now I'm overwhelmed as well. So you have to decide if you are feeling overwhelmed and unorganized, you have to take a look at what makes you feel like that. Is it a lack of direction, a lack of focus, a lack of ability to break it down? Is it that you just, you feel like you don't know what you're doing? So once you identify what the cause of the overwhelm is, which is then pushing you into inaction, then you can start to fix it. And then you can start to ask for the help that you need. Yeah, because a lot of times people don't know how to ask for the help that they need because they don't know what the problem is. They're like, I just feel overwhelmed and nothing's working. But they haven't stopped to think, well, why do I feel overwhelmed? Why is it not working? Yeah, so I just want you to have a think about that. I'm just going to, um, I am just I'm waiting for an outcome. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah, and so I guess the other thing is, is that, you know, um, if you are waiting on something, then you have to ask yourself, what's the next simple step that I can take to go in the direction that I want as well? Yeah, because sometimes what happens is that we're like, we're waiting for, we're waiting for the big bang. We're waiting for something to happen. And then we just sit and we're like in inaction. And so if this one thing over here, you're waiting for an outcome, so your university results, whatever that might be, then ask yourself, what else can I do right now in this moment to help me push myself forward? What else could I learn right now? Yeah, so have a think about those things. I think it's always taking a look at what is it that I want right now and how can I start to work towards it and not be waiting for other people to give me what I need in order to have an outcome of some sort. So you might have to wait for one outcome, but you could be doing something else as well. And hopefully that will then ease the frustration that you have about waiting for the outcome for your university results or for whatever else. Yeah, so I think that's the first thing when it comes to getting it done is having all of that plan in place that I've just talked about. If you just joined, you can go back and watch the replay when I post it as well. But I also want to say that in order to get it done, you have to have what I call, and I talk about in Brand Builders Academy all the time, professional practices. Yeah, I think, ooh, un, maybe unpopular opinion. I think that as business owners, a lot of the times we are sometimes not our best employee. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Imagine, I want you to imagine that you are a manager. You've got your business, you're a manager and your employee is like you. Is that a good employee or not? It's a hard question, isn't it? Sometimes I'm a good employee, sometimes I'm not. A lot of the time I'm a good employee. And so I just want you to think about yourself, how you show up for work, how you do the work, how you organize your work, how you really, like even when you don't, even when you don't feel like it, you still get it done. Like imagine if you were in a job and I think that this is the joy of having your own business is that you've got the flexibility, yeah, which is great. But I also think that you've got to have the practices so that if you were in a job and you needed to get a project done, you wouldn't be like, you know something, I'm just not feeling it today. So I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And so I think that we sometimes when we come into our own business, we bring a bit of that in. And I think that it's really important for you to step up. I talk about CEOing like a boss, 
where it's like, even when I don't feel like it, I find other things that help me get through stuff. Yeah. So for example, currently addicted to the discovery of witches on binge. So I'm like, that's going to be my reward. So I'm going to get these three things done. Then I'm going to have lunch. I'm going to watch that for my lunch break. And then I'm going to get back to it. Yeah. So I think you've got to work out how do you create professional practices that allow you to get stuff done that sometimes even when you're not in the mood, you still get done. And I'm not talking about like if you're sick or, you know, things like those sorts of things. I'm just talking about when you're like, meh, I can't be bothered to do it. And I do get like that too. So I'm not like, you know, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but I also do push through when I know that I'm going after a big goal and I want to get that goal done. Like, how will I feel if I don't achieve that goal? Or how will I feel if I don't get this done when I know that part my team are waiting on me to have this finished so that they can do the job I've given them? And even if you don't have a team, how do you get things done? Yeah, so I'm just going to come back into the comments. Give me one sec. So nice to see everybody. Hey, Tessa, totally. Hey, Marion, Laura, this is such good advice. I'm so glad. Okay, cool. I'm just going to come back down into the comments. Uh, Marion, mood follows action. Got to start the thing before you feel good. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing. It's really interesting. Um, you know, I know I'm sure you've heard it before. It's the whole thing of exercise. It's like if you feel, if you are waiting to feel like you want to do it, you'll never do it. You've just got to have the professional practice or you've just got to have the practice and the habit of just doing it. Yeah, it's just for me right now, it's like put the shoes on, get out the door. That's the only job I've got is put the shoes on, get out the door. Um, and so you've just got to think about for your own work, how do you work best? And you decide when you work best. You know, I talk about this a lot as well is finding when your energy is at its highest or at its best. So I'm a really early morning person. So for me to wake up at like five or five thirty, when I'm really in, like I'm in flow, uh, is not unusual. And so for me, I like to finish my day at two because I feel like my brain is pretty fried after that. Whereas other people, they're like, you know, sleep until 10 and then their high energy is more in the afternoon and night. So you've got to take a look at when is my energy the best? How, how committed am I to this outcome and this goal? Like how much do I want it? Yeah. And if I don't do it, how's that going to make me feel? And also, what is the outcome for my business going to be? Does it mean that I'm not going to hit my financial goals? I'm not going to work with the clients that I want to. And so if you choose that, then how's the, what does that look like as well? And I think that's a really important thing. Like, I know I've got these big goals. Um, and so me working towards it, I'm like, I, I need to get that done because I'll be really disappointed if I don't do it for myself. Uh, big more design. Yes, um, I'm awesome. That's why I'm starting uh, my own business. <laughs> Thank you for your advice. You're so welcome. Uh, love your opinion on this, Suze. I'm in the process of launching my own business. Yay! Before end of financial year because of this. Amazing. Miranda, so nice to see you. Ah, oh, there we go. So that's what, so that is the first thing that we're talking about today. So getting it done. Let's just do a quick summary. Yeah, is that you need to have big vision, twelve months, plan it out, map it out. I've got a big calendar on my wall. That's what I do. Break it into quarters. Break it into months. So you're ninety days. Yeah, and really become focused. 
for January, my top priorities, my goal is, my key tasks, who's going to support me, what do I need to believe and think in order to achieve this? And then I show up with a professional practice, even when I don't feel like it. Even when I am not firing on all cylinders, yeah, I show up because I want to get this done and I want to achieve it. And then also understanding when your energy and moods are. So that's the first thing that we were talking about this morning. And so, um, and so that was a question that I had last week is just how do you get stuff done? I just think about the fact that if I don't get it done, I'm the one that I'm disappointing. That's just how I feel. Like I'm letting myself down if I don't get it done. But, you know, with that, with that comes compassion and with that comes self-love and with that comes, you know, my desire to, to have the impact that I want. So it's not just about the money and, and, and that sort of thing. It's also really digging into the fact that I love the charities that I support. I love having deep conversations with my clients. I feel like I am on purpose being in the work that I do. So I have to make sure that I am showing up and doing the work I need to do in order to continue to have the impact that I want to have. So that's why, you know, it's, I feel like the whole Simon Sinek know your why has been talked about so much that people feel like it, you know, it's something that they skim over, but it's so important. I know why I do what I do and it drives me. So that's the first thing. I'm just going to take a look at the question. Uh, okay, so tap on the question to answer it. All right, let's see. So virtual association. Hi, Suze. Can I just tell you, this is the first time I'm using the cue, so I'm a bit excited. Um, <laughs> I haven't done a live in so long. Hi, Suze. Do you have a one-off session um, for yearly, quarterly? Uh, so, no. I actually have... So I have my beginning of the year where I plan out for the year and then I uh, have my 90 days. So I do my quarterlies. Yeah. So and I, can I just say, so mine is in a Google uh, spreadsheet where I've got basically four tabs. So Q1, Q2, three, Q3, Q4. And then within that, I've got the month. So January, February, March. And then I've got like everything I'm doing for January very much. And so I'm going into that on a regular basis to check in with my own goals. Yeah. So, so once again, I'm a big believer in constantly looking at physically looking at what it is I'm, I'm trying to achieve. So for example, you know, I'll say, so my goal this year is that, or my goal for January is to launch BBA and do all of these things. And so I go in, so for example, you know, it's Monday morning here in Melbourne. So I'll go into that and I'll kind of check in. It's like, I'm checking in with myself. How, how are we tracking with this? Um, what else do I need to do? So I actually worked over the weekend. We're in school holidays at the moment. So I'm doing like the mum school holiday juggle as well. Um, which is, which is not easy. Uh, and so, you know, that took a lot of time out of my week last week and which is just something that you just have to like, that's just how life is. And so I did a bit of work on the weekend, getting webinars up, really working on my messaging, my thought leadership, clarifying things, because that is a key priority of mine for January. So whenever I have to do it, I'm going to do it. Even though I would rather be lying on the beach. But if I don't do it, I'm not going to achieve my goal. You've got, you've got to find, you've got to find that drive within yourself. You've got to find 
the reason for the impact that you want to make. And if you can find that and you're really connected to it and you really love it, yeah, you will find, like you will just do what needs to be done even when you don't feel like it. So getting things done is like a practice you have to create in your business and you have to, and you have to approach it with steely determination. Yeah, be your best employee. Like if you do not believe you are your best employee, if you are not getting employee of the month every single month in your business, something has to change. So you've got to work that out for yourself and work out what that looks like, yeah? So any other questions on getting it done, planning, organizing, being focused, let me know. You can just hit the little cue button at the bottom. I'm more than happy to answer them, yeah? The second question that I had last week is, and I'm also recording this on my podcast too. The second question that I had last week uh, when I asked, you know, what do you need more help with? Somebody said getting new clients. And so when it comes to getting new clients, what I'd love you to do is actually sit and write down how you get clients now. So for example, for me, I get clients through Instagram, I get clients through referral, I get clients through live webinars that I run and training, Um, I get clients through my opt-ins, yeah, those sorts of things. And so those are how I get my clients right now. There might be other ways, when I speak. So when I speak, when I speak, I get clients as well. And so I then take a look at that and then I say to myself, are there other ways that I could be getting clients? And it's low hanging fruit like this, yeah? Do I regularly, weekly have a call to action for people to work with me? So I could be having new followers, I could be doing lives, things like this, where I'm potentially connecting with new audiences, new people. And so am I doing that, once again, professional practice, am I doing that on a regular basis? The second thing is, am I utilizing my email list? So for example, am I making offers to my email list? Obviously every week I'm sending them the podcast, sending them valuable content that can help them. But what else am I doing where I am saying, hey, check this out, it's coming. And so really taking a look at how you are getting a warm audience who are people who already know you to buy from you or to become clients of yours because you're letting them know about what's coming up. And so the planning that we've just talked about can really help you to also manage the messaging that you're putting out there. Having really clear services on your website, having easy ways for people to connect with you, sending out like a quarterly email to clients already who and say to them, hey, I'm, you know, it's been so amazing to be working with you. Just wanted to let you know I've got this thing coming up. If you know anybody, then feel free to share it with them. My clients are amazing at referring new clients to me. And so overtly asking for that too. I think is low hanging fruit. It's people who already know, love and trust you. And now you're saying to them, hey, this is coming up. If you know anybody, let me know. Or feel free to share this link with them as well. Yeah. The other thing that you can be doing to get new clients is obviously collaborations. So getting in front of other people's audiences who where they've already got the trust there, they've already built that audience. And so it's been really amazing. So I met somebody through... I want to say Clubhouse, <laughs> I want to say Clubhouse, uh, like at the beginning of last year, 2021. 
and um, and she asked me to create some training um, for her new portal, which I did, etc. And she's got a, a list of like seventy or eighty thousand people. And so we've kind of been. She was on. Uh, I think I was on her podcast. She's coming on mine. And so that's been amazing as well. So I got a huge influx of new subscribers because she put the offer out to her audience too. So I think just really take a look at how am I getting clients now? How can I do more of that? How can I make it better? How can I be really clear with my offer? How can I be making my offer more often? How can I collaborate with people who have the audience that I want or that where there's a mutual Um, you know, there's a mutual understanding of we have the same audience, we can both uh, share our messages with each other's audience, etc. And so really just being good at the basics. You know, I just think that if you can look at where you are a superstar, like what is it that you do that you love to do that really helps you to connect with your audience and usually, you know, results in new clients, how can you do more of that? So it's not always about the new. Yeah. So it's taking a look at what you can do more of. So for me, speaking is a massive one. Like I cannot wait. I'm going to be, uh, I'm in Canberra, uh, in March. I'm in country Victoria in March. I am in New South Wales in May as well at the huddle with 600 women in business. Like, that's incredible. Like, where can you put yourself in front of an audience where you can share your message and have the impact that you want, whoever that audience is? And maybe you need to brainstorm it. Like, if you're like, Suze, I don't know. Well, what can you do to know? Who can you talk to? Who can you get support from? What can you sit and brainstorm? And you might brainstorm a whole lot of ideas and some of them might be great and some of them might be rubbish. You don't have to do all of them, but it's just about starting to think a little bit bigger, think outside the box, start to stretch your comfort zone. Because I know that some of this, you know, people be sitting there going, oh, that just feels a bit, you know, I don't want to share my offer every week because that would seem really salesy. And as I always say to my clients, Those people, your followers, they didn't see that one thing you did at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday morning that one time. So you have got to understand that repetition builds brands. And if you're giving value, if you're connecting with your audience and you're also making that call to action, like you've got to do that. That's part of your professional practices. You are your marketing department. Unless your business is so amazing that you have outsourced your marketing department, just FYI, you are it. You're it. So if you're not marketing, who do you think is marketing your business? And if you're not letting people know how they can work with you and you're not making it really easy for them, like if I go to your website, like you're talking about a certain product, I go to your website and it's not there. And that happened to me the other day. I heard somebody talk about something and I thought that's really interesting. I went to their website and I was looking for ages. I'm like, I can't can't see where, where I could potentially like work with you for this. And so make sure that you're doing, and at the beginning of the year is a really great time, but any time of the year is a great time to do it as well, is that do the brand experience check across your business. What opt-ins have you got and what's the point checkpoints? What, you know, your products and services, are they clear? Are they easy to understand? Is it is it easy for me to connect with you? 
Yeah. And do the check on it all because sometimes we create things and then we become really complacent with it where we're like, yeah, yeah, no, I did that like three years ago and it's fine. But is it fine? Do you need to make it better? Because if you're not making it easy for your clients to understand how to work with you, book you, find out more about your products and services, then you're leaving money on the table as well. And so I just really want you to think about how are you taking a look at the quality of what you're putting out there and the ease of use for your clients as well. Yeah, Tessa, I'm so glad. Yeah, best advice, fantastic. So I just think sometimes we become really complacent with how we're running our business and we allow things to lapse and we allow things to kind of get not not be as good as we would want them to be. So really take a look at that. So that is what I wanted to say about getting new clients. So we've talked about, if you've just joined, nice to see you. Hey, Rowena. Hi, everybody. Hey, Louisa. Nice to see you. Hey, Tim. Great to see you. Uh, so if you've got any questions, you can drop, you can just press the little question button at the bottom. I'm just doing a live Q&A today. We're covering three questions. Uh, the first one we went through was getting it done. So goals, strategies, breaking it down into your 12 month, your quarterly, um, et cetera, your 90 days. We're talking, we've just talked about getting new clients and really taking a look at all of the ways, like literally sit and list, how are you getting clients right now? How can you do more of that? And how can you make that much better so that you're getting more clients through the Um, through the channels that you love to use uh, and then also stretch your thinking what else could I do that could potentially help me to get in front of more of the clients and the audiences that I really want to okay so that is the second thing that we went through and then the third question that I had as well how are we going we've been going for about half an hour Uh, and then the third question that I had and it was really interesting Anna Rogan who's a copywriter her and I were messaging when we were on holidays when we were talking about balance yeah so when we go on holidays and for those who are mums or parents it's not always fun yeah it's hard like it's hard work sometimes it's not relaxing Uh, and so we were talking about how you really find that balance in your business when you've got so many other competing priorities. And so the reason that I wanted to answer this question last is because I think that when I understand what my plan is for the year, when I understand where I am, when I understand what I need to get done right now and the priorities for January, then I can see what space I've got as well for the other things that I want to do, yeah? So for example, right now is that I'm doing a bit of mum and business juggle. And so uh, I have to take a look at who else I can ask to help me. So for example, I called our babysitter and I said to her, can you pick the kids up? Because I need to get stuff done. And so by me understanding my own workload, by me understanding what is required of me, what I need my team to do, how I need to show up, etc., I can then also manage how I find the space and the support and the help to be able to manage that too. And sometimes, you know, this morning I had to go drop both my kids off at different places before I got my day done which meant that I wasn't able to go for my walk. So now I need to work out, well, I have to make time for that because that's part of my balance. 
Yeah, so me looking after myself is part of my balance. Me getting headspace when I go for my walk is part of my balance. And so I think that when you plan and you understand what you have to do, then you can start to look at how you fit in the things that you really want to have for yourself as well. It could be family time, it could be holidays, it could be time with friends, it could be just time to read a book, whatever it is, yeah. And so I think that we have to take charge and be responsible for the balance that we create in our life as well. Now, I'm also going to say that sometimes people are in a situation where it's really hard for them to get help. And so then you've also got to take a look at what season of life are you in? And I remember years ago, actually, one of my clients saying to me, Suze, I really want to play big but I find it really hard because she had two babies. And so I just said to her, you've got to take a look at what season of life you're in. And right now you have to ask yourself if you're in a season where you've got a lot of responsibility, you've either got small kids, you're caring for parents or other people, and it's just hard, then you've got to ask yourself, if I was playing big in my current situation, what would it look like? And maybe it's just that you work for, you know, three hours a day instead of eight hours a day. So when I started my business, I was working a full-time job, uh, was four days a week in the city in a leadership role in corporate. And then I had two babies. Like it was literally like my kids are 13 months apart. So I had two babies back to back. And then I started my business. And so... I get it. I've been there before. I understand what it takes, but you can, you've got to be okay with where you are in life and what it is that you can do right now and just make the most of that time. If you can only work two hours a day, then make those two hours amazing. Yeah. Look at what it is you can do. Do I just get one client on board and just work with them or get one or two projects on board and just do that if, I, if I've got one or two hours a day? And then as things change and shift over time, then you can start to incrementally change the amount of time you give your business and you dedicate to other things. So for me, and a lot of you already know my story as well, home full time with a four-year-old. Yeah, big more design, totally get it, yeah? So you've just got to work out how, like, how can I give myself the time that I need whilst also managing the priorities that I have in my life and the other things that I want to do. So for me, corporate job, leadership role, big team being managed, uh, babies as well started my business. Went four days. I was in four days in corporate, eventually went three days, eventually went two days. Yeah. And did that gradually and then ended up going out on my own. But that took quite a few years to do. And I think patience and balance come together. And I think so often, and I get it, like when we are ambitious, when we're driven, when we've got this big idea and we want things to happen, it's really hard to be patient. It's really hard to kind of be like, oh, like I want it now. I want to do it now. I don't want to wait. But you've also got to look after yourself and be compassionate with yourself and understand that sometimes these things are going to take a little bit longer than you might want them to because of your season in life that you're in. 
Yeah. And I know that a lot of my community are young mums or, you know, young families as well. And so I totally get it. And I just really want to put it out there. I waited a long time. I waited a long time, but I didn't, but I didn't not do it. And I think that's the thing. You know, I would work during the day. I would come home and look after my babies. And then at night, and probably my my husband was the one who kind of, who kind of got booted a little bit. But he was okay. He was fine because he, he could see that it was something that was really important to me. And I really wanted to do it. And I was working it out at the time as well. Yeah. So working it out, doing all the jobs like figuring out how to make it work, started coaching. I remember my first coaching package was $1,500 for three months where I coached somebody, started getting a couple of clients, starting to get my own processes in place, started to run some events to build my community, things like that. Like I was like, what can I just do in this moment right now to build my revenue, to build my community, to build my reputation, to start to really formulate like how I'm going to do this and make sure that I understood that my building my own thought leadership around things. How do I take what I've learned in the past in my previous jobs and bring it into what I'm doing now? And so I think that you, number one, you've got to be okay with working it out as you go. Yeah. You've got to be okay with that. You've got to give yourself the time and the space to be able to do the work you want to do in the time that you've got and be patient with that. And so I just think that it's okay to not feel like it's all working all the time. I think that it is possible to find balance, but you've really got to understand what your priorities are. You've got to be compassionate with the season of life that you're in. You've got to ask for help when you need it. And you've got to also not overwhelm yourself, (laughs) which we've talked about in this live already, how to not overwhelm yourself, yeah? I'm just going to come back to the comments. We're going to wrap things up in just a minute because I got work to get done and I'm sure you do as well. Uh, But Tessa, that's incredible. This has given me a massive kick up the arse. I'm all about the loving kick up the arse, Tessa, just so that you know. So, yeah, so that's what we've been through this morning. We've covered the three questions, getting it done, going through your goals, getting new clients, how to really take a look at what's working and make that bigger. And we've talked about finding balance, being patient, asking for help, being okay with the season of life that you're in as well. Yeah. So I have loved chatting with you. If there's any questions, now's a really good time to ask it. Just press that little question box at the bottom um, and feel free to ask a question. What I'll also do is make sure you're following me, obviously, at Seas Chadwick. Uh, and I will put a little question box up late either today or tomorrow um, and I'll do another live. I really want to do more lives. That was one of the things that from a content strategy perspective and from a content perspective, I really wanted to do. I'm also going to be recording these for the podcast so that if you like to listen on the go, uh, then I will have, you know, the live with the date, etc., and the questions that we've answered today so that you can go back and listen to it. Um, And then also Brand Builders Academy, which is my signature program, is launching doors open on the 31st of January, where we go through mindset, management, marketing, business strategy, planning, professional practices, systems, all the rest of it. 
Um, and it's an incredible community of women too. So if you want to check that out, then you can just go to the link in my bio and you can join the wait list, check it out. Obviously, there's the podcast as well, which is the Brand Builders Lab podcast. And there's so much free information there for you. Love getting messages from my listeners that are like, oh my gosh, I have already massively had success in my business just through listening to the podcast too. So there are free resources for you as well. But thank you so much for being here. So lovely to see you all. Uh, feel free to send me a DM if you've got any other questions and that. But uh, yeah, this has been so fun and I'm looking forward to doing more lives as well. So cannot wait to see you soon. Have an amazing day.